Hi, I'm Dan Primack, and welcome to Axios Recap, presented by Facebook. Today's Tuesday, November 24th. TSA checkpoint numbers are way up from last month, but still way down from last year. And we're talking turkey with the CEO of Butterball. Americans are now just days away from a Thanksgiving like no other, with national, state, and local public health officials recommending that we not travel to visit family, even if it's a car ride just a few towns over. According to an Axios Ipsos coronavirus survey, 61% of Americans have in some way altered their plans, with 29% limiting their gatherings to just those within their immediate households. But no matter the guest list, Thanksgiving dinner is going to happen as another survey suggests that 90% of Americans expect to baste, boil, and bake on Thursday. And yeah, that means turkey. Lots of it. Maybe the birds will be a little smaller than before, maybe a few fewer turduckens, but still turkey, likely cooked by a lot of folks who've never cooked them before. According to the National Turkey Federation, Americans consumed 5.3 billion pounds of turkey last year. That's 16 pounds for each of us. And during Thanksgiving, One out of every three turkeys sold are produced by Butterball, a division of the Seaboard Corporation. So in 15 seconds, we'll talk to Butterball's CEO about what people are buying this year, what they're asking the turkey talk line, and how the pandemic has changed his business. But first, this. We're joined now by Butterball president and CEO, Jay Jandrin, who is an 18-year veteran of the company. Jay, let's start just with demand. What are you seeing different this year, this Thanksgiving season, than in Thanksgiving seasons past? We're actually seeing very strong demand. Um, And the big thing that we're seeing right now is that because there are smaller celebrations, there are also more celebrations, which stands to reason now. And and part of what we're finding is we've got a lot more first-time hosts. So that's presented some interesting uh, opportunities for us with our talk line to help support those folks. But with folks not traveling as much now, we've got a lot more folks who are actually wanting to have some normalcy in their year because it's obviously been anything but normal so far. And this is a great opportunity for them to do that. So we found through a lot of the research that we did this summer and then also some follow-up research we did this fall that folks are really looking forward to this holiday. And over 90% of the folks that uh, we polled are actually planning on celebrating the holiday. You know, you talked about research you did over the summer. At what point did you realize that there were probably going to be, as you say, more celebrations than before? And if so, how do you kind of fix supply chains on the fly? Because, you know, your product isn't one that you just have to change something on an assembly line. This is a question of size of birds, number of birds, et cetera. We actually start actually producing the birds right after Thanksgiving for the next year. So we're, we're working on that. We're working on that well before uh, the pandemic really hit. So you're right, there's a lot of plans already set in place as far as how we're gonna grow those birds, what sizes we're gonna grow those birds. Fortunately though, as far as the demand, the demand did not outstrip the supply and that's whether it's Butterball or or the industry. So there's plenty of turkey out there for everybody. There may not have been exactly the size that some folks wanted, but interestingly enough, we found that only about 25% of the people were actually expecting to buy a smaller bird and the remaining were gonna buy the same or a larger turkey. So it really fit with what we had already had planned. On top of that, what we have also seen, though, is an increased demand for other items, uh, bone-in breasts, boneless breasts, some other ways of celebrating the holiday that don't necessarily involve a whole turkey. So fortunately, uh, we've been able to have everybody covered as far as what what their needs are for the holiday. 
You say only 25% expect to have a smaller bird, but that's a large number of people. What did you tell your farmers? And did they have to make some serious changes in the spring and the fall in terms of feeding, et cetera? We're business as usual. There really isn't an opportunity for us to change too much with the timing. That's very well orchestrated for well ahead of when we start actually producing the birds. So there's not a lot of change we can do there. But the good news in all of this really is, as you look at it with what's going on with the pandemic and more and more things being closed, more folks are actually eating in. So bigger bird isn't necessarily a bad thing. You know, everybody loves the, the day after Thanksgiving leftovers. And now you've actually got an opportunity to have more than just one meal. And that's actually a big part of what we're focusing on with our talk line is to help folks understand how they can use those leftovers beyond just the sandwich of the day after Thanksgiving. All right, let's talk about this talk line because, right, you have the Butterball Turkey Talk Line. Thanks for calling Butterball Turkey Talk Line. How can I help you? Nicole speaking. From the reports you're getting, what are maybe different questions this year or kind of what's coming back to you is what people are asking the most as opposed to just, you know, what temperature should I cook the bird? The biggest thing we're finding is that we have more first-time hosts. And that is, of course, that's, that's good news. That gives us an opportunity to get more folks who haven't necessarily prepared a butterball turkey before, have an opportunity to do it. They may have had one before, but they just hadn't done it their own. So the biggest thing for us right now is really working with folks who haven't cooked that holiday meal before, and we're helping to coach them through that. We've seen a big uptick in that. We also saw more folks have been calling in earlier, being more prepared for this holiday. And we're seeing that in the sales as well for the frozen turkeys had shipped earlier in the year for the most part, but we have a lot of insight into what is being pulled through the retailers, through our retail customers. And we're seeing that there was, a, there was a shift where we saw more purchases earlier for the holiday than we have seen in uh, years past. Let me ask, biggest mistake that somebody makes cooking a turkey or the thing that somebody on the Turkey Talk hotline picks up the phone and says, no, don't do that. Uh, well, the biggest mistake you can make is overcooking it. You don't want your turkey to be dry. Fortunately, you know, we've got a pretty foolproof turkey, so, so it's pretty hard to overcook a butterball turkey. But it is easy to burn down your house if you drop it in a giant vat of boiling oil, correct? You want to be careful about that, yeah. It's not wise to fry your turkey on a wooden deck. One of the biggest things we find in people in a panic is they haven't thawed their turkey quick enough. So that tends to be a challenge if folks aren't quite as prepared as they should be by the time they're ready to actually put that turkey in the oven. Has there been any difference in distribution this year? I know the, a lot of the retailers themselves are doing a lot more e-commerce and curbside and delivery, but for you guys, have you seen any distribution changes? No, it's really been the same. Uh, we, we haven't seen much of a difference there. The one thing that we have seen that's slightly different is less, obviously, restaurants preparing meals, and, and that's just because of the pandemic. So that is one thing where we have seen a slowing in the, in the business, but we are seeing the shift of more folks, obviously, they're gonna cook at home now. And again, one of the comments I made earlier, that we're actually finding people are really latching on to this holiday. This is the one thing that really can give them some sense of normalcy and can make the year uh, a little bit more what they'd expected. So they're actually going all in for this Thanksgiving holiday. Can you give me a sense of how much of Butterball's business is Thanksgiving and how much of it is Christmas? Because a lot of people cook a turkey on Christmas as well. It's probably 80, 90% is Thanksgiving as far as the whole birds are concerned. And we do have some uh, pickup during Christmas. And then we also have uh, at Easter. But if you look at our whole bird sales overall and the size and the magnitude of our organization, it's only about 25% of our business. So 75% of our business is retail, consumer packaged goods, product in the deli, and in our food service international as well. At this point, two days before Thanksgiving, outside of the hotline and advice from a sales perspective, production perspective, are you basically done? We're done. We've, everything is shipped. We spend the last month or so packing our fresh whole birds. Those have all shipped now, so they're in the store. So 
you know, unless there's some last minute emergency, everything is already there in the store. One of my producers, Naomi, who has a butterball turkey in her uh, fridge right now, claims to me that the way to make things better is to put citrus in them instead of stuffing. Give me a tip. Give me one tip to make my turkey better. I tell you what, I actually, I like to go non-traditional. I like to go on the grill. It's a great way to do it. It's different and it gives a new experience for folks other than just roasting in the oven, but they're all good. Jay Jandrin, CEO and president of Butterball. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Welcome back. What we're watching today is the presidential election, exactly three weeks after we had the presidential election. Two new developments. First, Pennsylvania certified its vote count. That follows yesterday's certification in Michigan, and Nevada is expected to certify later today. But don't expect Biden to get to his magic 270 anytime soon, as giant states like New York and California do not certify until early December. Two, President Trump reiterated today that he has no plans to concede, largely citing his ongoing legal challenges. He then also retweeted a video by actor Randy Quaid in which a white-bearded Quaid reads out Trump tweets about the media with flashing colored lights behind him, kind of giving the impression of Santa Claus on psychedelics. Today, we are also watching Bitcoin, whose market cap hit another all-time high. The two most basic explanations for the cryptocurrency's 2020 surge are a weak dollar and money-flooding Fed policy. But Coindesk's Zach Seward also posits a third theory, that there's a supply crunch from Bitcoin miners in China, where government crackdowns have made it tougher for them to convert their Bitcoins into cash. And finally, hot sauce. Spicemaker McCormick's today agreed to pay around $800 million to buy Cholula's, the hot sauce maker with those wooden bottle caps, from private equity firm L. Catterton. That represents a huge return for L. Catterton, which bought Cholula's less than two years ago from Jose Cuervo and reflects how U.S. hot sauce sales have jumped more than 40% since 2015. And we're done. Big thanks for listening. And to my producers, Tim Shorvers, Naomi Shaven. Have a great national Sardines Day, and we'll be back tomorrow with another Axios Recap.